What's up, everyone? Welcome to I Am The Podcast Now, episode 50-something, 40-something? 50-ish? 50-ish, somewhere up there. (laughs) 50-something of I Am The Podcast Now. 58, 58. 58, episode 58 of I Am The Podcast Now. The conversational podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly video games. I'm your host, Aldo, a.k.a. Bleak, or Bleak9082, according to Discord, and I changed my name. (laughs) Oh, shit, that's right. (laughs) I am thrilled to be here with my, uh, the big three. We got the big three here today. We got my uh, podcast in crime, Jonathan aka j rabbit what's up everyone howdy 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 ho good to hear your voice <laughs> likewise and we also have last but not least the very the the renaissance man because he has many hobbies and he's good at all of them we have <laughs> mark aka dusty surface konnichiwa Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Hi. We're not um, being racist. Just randomly saying that. Dusty and his family just uh, just came back from from Japan. It's uh, pretty big. Yep. How was that? From Japan. Japan was really far. (laughs) (laughs) How long was your flight? The flight uh, to there, we went from SFO to Haneda. It was 11 hours. It wasn't too bad. bad yeah, it's not too bad. That's Actually, I thought it was going to be worse. That's like was going it, uh, to Europe. Direct flight? Yeah. Yeah, direct flight. Okay. Um, so that was cool. We, we ended up using um, uh, premium economy, which gives you extra knee room. And that's like a godsend, man. Like, gives you four extra inches of like a knee room, and do because, you know, on the flights that you go to, just regular like a Southwest flight, right? One hour, two hours is okay, but when you go to go to like New York or Hawaii, like a regular seat for me, dude, I'm so crammed. Like, I can't wait to get off the plane. But when you're in the those seats with extra extra room like uh four inch that four inches like helps such uh like so much so i'm happy to we were able to upgrade a little bit there, uh a little bit of that it wasn't too expensive i think it was like 60 70 bucks each extra mm. for, for x the extra room but you know G- giselle's pregnant so you know it, it was better for us to, uh, that we had that yeah every every inch counts you know Oh yeah, especially for you, man. <laughs> being, almost, being almost seven feet tall, I wouldn't know about all that. I wouldn't know. Yeah, but but yeah, it was pretty nice. Uh, we flew United over there. United, me, mm, yeah, like solid. It's like mid tier, right? Compared to others, it's, it's man. okay. I guess so. I guess so. It's mid tier, but it's like. Uh, we ha- I have an Alaska card, so we fly Alaska. Alaska's way better. Alaska's good, yeah. Oh, Alaska yeah. was at Japan too. Shit. Dude. No, no, no. I mean, just like oh. compared to all the flights that we had. So, but yeah, it was ten hours there. Uh, we went. I think we landed, and it was basically the same time that we <laughs> that we got there. It was like ten o'clock, and then we had to take the train to our hotel. And the public transport system is like on time. It's crazy. We had to bring all our luggage on there. It's kind of stressful. Um, and being on the train, it was just like such a weird experience. Like surreal is what I mean. Like I think half of the people were wearing masks. I was expecting like everyone to wear masks. We were wearing masks. Uh, but by the end of the trip, we were just we stopped wearing it. Because like half the people weren't wearing it anyway. Mm, so they weren't um, that strict, huh? No, I think it's because, you know, people did it before just because they didn't want to get sick or if they're sick, they'll, you know, be courteous to other people. So it was they were already doing it before the pandemic. So it wasn't like a big deal to them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, they recently just opened up fully, so that's why we were able to go. Uh, we didn't have to do any of like those testing or whatever. Uh, yeah, but the transport system is so cool because it, everything's on time. There's so many trains, and everyone is like, you know, minding their own business. No one's staring at you. They're just like trying to look away. They're all looking down. There's diff- all different types of people, families, old people, young people. So it's pretty cool to see uh, that. And then once we got to our hotel, checked in, uh, it was a Sunday, so we still tried to go to church. We went to church, and the kids were like, no, so tired. dude, <laughs> oh, So tired that night. But we ended up sticking it out, went home, had some, got some food from 7-Eleven, which if you've seen on YouTube, everyone, of course, they have like everything, right? They have noodles, they have sushi, they have ice cream they have coffee like good coffee too like anything you could think of it's like a mini supermarket it's it's awesome so it lived up to the hype it did live up to the hype and it was nice it was really nice really nice so i think that was one of the the things the kids wanted to to go i think because because their friends were like oh you need to go to 7-eleven they have they have good sushi there (laughs) i'm so funny like what like your friends know about this and they want you to go there okay all right that's cool so they were excited to go there all the time um so throughout the week we did a bunch of um we uh, did a bunch of things the second day uh we didn't check out of our 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 first hotel because we went ended up just taking a one-day trip to uh kyoto uh because we were we tried to go to that. Uh, we wanted to go to that one shrine with like the orange gates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we ended up in another hotel with like you know just like our backpacks and stuff. And that hotel was even cheaper than the one that we were in, but it was nicer. It had its own separate bath, shower, and every every hotel that you went to and every spot had a bidet. Nice. And, bruh, like, I miss a bidet, bro. It's so nice, bro. That's the best, dude. Oh, heck yeah, because you feel cleaner. Super like, some clean. people are like, I think some people get weirded out. It's like, oh, you're spraying your butthole with everything. It doesn't get it everywhere. No, it doesn't get everywhere. No. Right? Well, how does it work? All right, so the bidets there, the Japanese ones, right? It's like, uh, uh, it's like the toilet seat, and then there's this area in the back that holds, like, a sprayer. And what it does is... It, the sprayer, the little sprayer nozzle comes out when you press a button on the side, and then it starts shooting like warm water in two in specific areas. One more forward for the girls, you know, when you when they pee. Of course, can't go and the other direction. The other side's the butthole side, so, <laughs> so the, it's just the, a little universal jet stream. one. Yeah, and then there's also a dryer <laughs> if you want to, like a, it blows air, hot air. Um, but yeah. I mean, does it have a stroking mechanism? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) The the first time the the water splashed, did you flinch? Were you like, oh? No, because I'm used to it, you know? Uh, All right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's cool because you could change the temperature and the pressure. Like, you could put it really light or really heavy. So, yeah, I don't know why the U.S. hasn't adopted that. I mean, shit, we should at least adopt a Tabo, you know? Yeah, something. <laughs> but yeah, so um I'm trying to you know, I'm talking about down. asses now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so w- w- when we were in Kyoto, like it was cool like seeing different areas, but everything was clean all the time. Like for the most part, there wasn't any, you know, oh shit, this is not San Francisco. This is fucking nice, dude. Like there's no trash flying yeah. around anywhere. In the gutters, like in the most dirtiest spot, you know, there's some little bit of like trash, but it's not like big pieces of trash like you see here in the states, right? Like, right. But for the most part, everything's super clean. Um, you know, everyone's minding their business, not staring at you. And the thing that tripped me out, um, not just in Kyoto, like um, in Tokyo, everywhere that we went, when we went on the public, like just the local trains, like when you're squishing together, right? Let's say you're in New York, like you push someone on accident trying to get in, they're gonna have you're gonna have a problem, right? They're gonna like, hey, what the fuck? Like, right, you know, they're gonna say some shit. This one, no, you're just fucking crammed in, 
if you need to go, you just push yourself out and everyone knows and they just try to get out of the way out of your nice. way as best you can. But it's crazy because like you're like touching <laughs> when it's hella busy, you're like touching them. So it's like it's freaking crazy. Whoa. Uh, well, it's kind of it's kind of uh, like I'm uncomfortable because I'm American, right? Like, oh, what the fuck, man? You, like, what's up? You've never been in a like a high density train before? Uh, no, not like that. Not like freaking rush hour. You would hate been Mexico in, City. Oh, it's been like that. It's, it's bad, like but that. it's not like as uh, organized as what you're talking about. I've oh, seen yeah. videos of like in India where it's like. A bunch of people storming out when there's like a shit ton of people trying that's, to get in at the same time. Oh like, yeah, kind of like my God, dude, yeah. it smells and it's just like hot. <laughs> yeah, everything's cool there. Everything's clean. Runs on time, like what you would expect Japan to be like. So, anyways, when we got to Kyoto, we took the uh, Shinkansen, which is the bullet train, mm. and um, so the bullet train. What we did accidentally. Um, on the on the way over there, we got a uh, uh, like the I guess you could call it like a first class ticket, uh, but it was only like for the total of all of us, it was only like forty, forty fifty bucks or something. So I was like, oh, that's hella cheap. And then you have a reserved seat. Otherwise, there's non reserved seats, and then you know it's louder and stuff like that. So we were able to stay in reserved seats, and we we're just chilling there, like. There's no one else coming in and out, no one being, you know, loud, and the bathrooms were better. And you could recline, like, hella far, and you could actually turn the seats 180. If you have a group of four, you could turn the seats so you could, you're facing each other, which is pretty nice. cool. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, and <clears throat> when we went over there, like, we were seeing, like, Mount Fuji off to the side, which was cool. I took a couple pictures of that, and... You know, I just felt like actually I was in Japan. I had like one of those um, fruit sandwiches that <laughs> that I'm sure people have seen before. And, uh, you know, some food that you could take from the train station and stuff uh, on the plane. And they had like, you know, their own, uh, your own table that you could eat at. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Um, so that was our second day in Kyoto. We had some soba noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a buckwheat type of noodle that they have over there. And um, it had like a fish broth with like, uh, I'm not sure what it was. But, you know, when you go over there, there's like literally no English, right? Like no English words at all. So you had to use your Google Translate and just like try to figure out what they're saying through like signing. And, you know, we're still speaking English. We were able to get get by with English, which was, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that's which cool. was not too bad. People weren't assholes but, about know. that. No, 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 no. Like you, <laughs> sometimes we would just like agree with them like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we think we know what they're saying. But <laughs> like, you know, yeah. whatever. But it ended up working out like no one was like getting angry. Um, so, so it was pretty cool. Everyone's really nice. I'm trying to say like, you know, the little Japanese words that we know, like. Uh, sumimasen. It's like, excuse me. Uh, and just like, uh, hi, hi, arigatou gozaimasu. Like, like, that's it. <laughs> Everything else was trying to talk in English. Um, tried, tried. I wasn't trying to be like, oh, I'm American. No, I'm not going to speak Japanese. I'm trying to, but it's, you know, it's really hard. Yeah. Uh, even we were trying to prep for it too, but, you know. It just yeah. It was just hard when you're actually there and trying to do it. Like you forget a bunch of stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. So for the rest of the time, came back into Tokyo and we we're just going around. We went to uh, Disney Sea, uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Which actually, fun fact, they're not actually owned by Disney. They just uh, license their merchandise and able to sell some of their. Um, no, the merchandise and then able to, um, you know, put their little themes up and stuff. Oh. So that, but it, it was pretty cool anyway, but didn't feel like Disneyland felt like a different type of vibe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the kids were like kind of scared. We were going to go in tower of terror because they've been on, um, California adventure. They've been on, uh, what's oh, it called? The rocket one. What's it called? Rocket escape or escape, whatever. What's it called? The guardians. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right? And that one's hell. That's like my favorite ride because it's hella, hella fun, scary, dude. right? And the kids went on it, so they were like kind of nervous because like, okay, it's going to be different because it's Tower of Terror, so like the story, and it was in Japanese, and like the the way they set it up was super nice, and it was actually kind of creepy how they started it, like the story when you're you you know when you're in line. Uh, but when we ended up getting on it, Mia... <laughs> Out of all of them, she's like the most scared one. She's like, that was so boring. It just felt like an elevator. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> she's so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, that was pretty that was pretty fun. Um, and the rest of the time, we just went to like all the touristy spots like Shinjuku. Um, we went to like uh, one of those buildings where you could see the whole skyline. But for the most part, the weather was like, it's pretty muggy because it's rainy season. It rained a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. Um, sushi was amazing. It was cheap. And, you know, my son loved it. My daughter ate some sushi, too. Uh, and that was like one of the highlights. We had Japanese uh, um, domestic uh, beef. It wasn't Wagyu, but it was like might as well have been because it was so good. It was way better Oof. than Prime. Uh, we went to the Pokemon Cafe, which was cool. Uh, we were able to—I think uh, um, uh, Pikachu came out Ooh. and was doing a little like a little dance and stuff. It was actually cute, <laughs> but the food was like it was kind of boo boo, oh. which kind of sucked. I was like kind of disappointed how, about the food, um, but that was a cool experience because it was right next to the Pokemon Center, so there was lots of like pokemon stuff that you could buy um what are some other highlights uh, that we went to that was really cool um uh, let's see. did you um go to mcdonald's out there oh yeah yeah we got mcdonald's because after like the fourth time uh fourth day i was like dude i'm craving mcdonald's we need to get some like mcdonald's breakfast right <laughs> Because they don't really have, uh, or where we yeah. were at, they didn't really have that much breakfasty mm-hmm. type of food. It's like that I guess. Too. Yeah. So I was like, dude, I'm craving like a freaking sausage muffin with eggs. So we <laughs> freaking went to McDonald's and had some that, some of that, and hash browns and stuff. But they had some cool um, uh, food items like. When we went there for lunch one time, just stopped by just because the kids were hungry. We got like uh, popcorn chicken, and then you could add your own like little spice, and then you shake it in a bag. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. eat it. So that that was pretty cool. Um, oh, what else did we do? Uh, oh, we got that souffle pancakes. Have you heard of that one before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the so fluffy those, ones, right? Yeah, the fluffy ones. Oh, those are heck good. Those are heck yeah. That was one of the the highlights that we ate there too. Um, if we had to do it again, I think it would be cool just to go, me and Giselle, because I want to go to like those izakayas, you know, like those beer, or like those bars with like you you can only sit like eight people, and mm-hmm, yeah. you know drink with the most random people like <clears throat> business people and all that stuff, and go out and just do like nightlife stuff like. I don't think we would have been able to do any of the, you know, the car scene that's out there, which is pretty cool, which is what I want to check out. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe in the future, we 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 could be able to do that. That that would be cool. But all in all, it's pretty pretty fun. Um, I would go again. Uh, maybe not in the near future, but maybe when the kids are older, when they could watch. Uh, the third <laughs> or maybe with uh, other adults so that was my uh, first part of my trip uh, this month I'll talk about Hawaii next podcast oh, oh yeah cliffhanger better tune in next month oh man find out what oh, best yeah, food spots man. to eat at but oh yeah that's that is what's up man yeah I hear I've heard I haven't heard a single bad thing about Japan from everyone who's gone there and everyone who goes there goes back and just it's like a utopia it sounds like it's just everything about that place sounds like like the future to me you know 
Yeah, man. Compared I want to go to, to Korea next. Korea, I heard, is dope. But yeah. you don't you get like a little bit of culture shock coming back, right? Coming back from somewhere like I imagine like somewhere from Japan where it's like clean, organized, and then you get back here east side San Jose. It's like you go down. Nah, it feels like home, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, you feel like you're home. You're back home. I feel like I'm home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, when we were in Hawaii, it felt like home. It was like, ah, oh, good. I don't have a little, I little bit hood now easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right on, right on. Did uh, you get to play any video games while you were out there? Uh, no, I brought my Switch just so that I could, uh, you know, keep playing Zelda. But I barely played, dude. I was so tired. Jet lag effed me up, dude. Like, messed yeah. up my sleep schedule. Like, I would wake up at 3 a.m. over there. And I would sleep, like, at 8, 9. So I would only get, like, 5, 6 hours of sleep because... Yeah, it was bad. I would yeah. wake up before the sun came out, and like, I couldn't go back to sleep. So it was crazy. You would just sit out the window, like sit in front of the window, and watch all the hovering cars fly by. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you mentioned Zelda. That you got it, I think, on release, right? When I think it came out. I did, yeah. Last month, towards the end of last month, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last episode. But I'm curious what your opinion is on it. Oh, I like it. I never played the uh, Breath of the Wild, and I know a lot of people like that game. Uh, when I first started this game, I was like, all right, cool. Wait, hold on. Your weapons break? Oh. And then you have to like pick up a bunch of different like uh, materials and stuff to make new ones. So that kind of put me off. Uh, but mm-hmm. I kept playing. Puzzles are fun. Um, but it's open world, so it's like there's so much to do uh, apart from the main story quest, which if you're like me, you want to do all the side quests, but there's so many side quests that's like overwhelming. So I ended up just like progressing through the main story, and I was like, forget it. I'm not going to try to do any of the side stuff anymore because it was like detracting me so far that I was so weak that I couldn't do anything else, so I had to go through the story to get stronger. Uh, so, like, the puzzles and are probably some of my favorites, which I really like. That's, like, one of the main things that I like in games, sort of, like, the puzzle aspects of uh, certain games. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the materials and stuff, I don't like. I still don't like it. I hate when I have a good weapon and then... You know, use it up and it breaks, and then you ha- you can't you not can't use that weapon anymore. That's mm. very annoying to me. You're not allowed um, to repair it. No. Oh, okay, I don't remember. Yeah, the there's person. another one later on that Bren told me about that you can um, uh, that it never breaks, but you have to recharge it because <laughs> oh uh, this is like a a battery thing in in the game where you have to recharge or you get a bigger battery. So there's so much to the game, which I guess is fun because like you, it makes it worth it. Right. For people who play the, that game and who really like that kind of game, especially if you come from breath of the wild, which the game, uh, Brendan told me is pretty similar, like the gameplay. And because it's so open world, there's just like so much things to do. Uh, but the fighting is pretty fun. Some things are clunky. And the controllers, I cannot mess with the controllers on the regular Switch, dude. My hand cramps up. (laughs) I have to use the Pro Controller, which luckily I had, and I forgot I had. I've had it for, like, what, three, four years now? Um, So I couldn't even play, even, like, on my Switch, like, handheld mode. I can't do it. I had to wait till I got home, and then I played it a little bit. Um, But I just got really really tired of it so i haven't actually played it for like a week um because i was a little bit uh under the weather uh but maybe i'll pick it up again but so far it's been fun i just like some annoying things mm-hmm. with it yeah yeah i've um i've heard mixed things about it my brother uh got a switch just to play it uh now that he's a he's a dad it's like easy for him just to have a switch and uh he he likes it. He he uh, likes the open worldness of it, like the vastness of it. That you can just like pretty much do anything. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I heard that the the physics in that game is really good. Like you can, you know, create all kinds of little projectiles and planes or whatever. You can do kind of lots of little fun stuff with the physics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Because I think you have like that one, like tool or weapon or whatever. It's like a glove. Is that right? You can like manipulate things with it. I don't know if you've gotten that yet or not. Oh yeah, it's in the beginning. You uh, you basically lose your arm. Mm. Spoiler alert! Ah! <laughs> you lose you lose your arm. Jesus it's like Christ. in the beginning, you lose your arm, it's and then you know. Ash from Evil Dead, <laughs> Rad check and, from and then, uh, Starship Troopers, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then someone gives you their arm, and then it's like a magic arm. But then you have to unlock different things uh, that you could do. So that's why you had to progress to the story. So I was mm-hmm. doing all hella side stories, and I couldn't do a bunch of stuff because I didn't go through the main story. Like uh-huh. I said, so yeah. But it's it's a fun game. Uh, I know people who are fans of the first one. Like I said, really like this one too. So, John, you don't, you haven't been playing. You don't have a Zelda, right? No, I, I didn't get Zelda because I'm like knee deep in hell right now. I was just gonna say you you've been too busy uh, fighting demons, slaying slaying devils. It's been one hell of a month, if you know what I mean. How's that going? You're not getting burnt out. No, I, I like I've always enjoyed um, Diablo, like the whole grinding for better loot and everything, and just trying to get stronger and stronger. I mean, like you do a lot. It is a lot of replay of what you're doing, but you know, it's so it's not a game for everyone. Um, but you know, I really enjoy, really enjoy it. Um, I look forward to uh, the seasons because it. In order to um, access the new seasons, you have to kind of create a new character, and I think that's okay. Like I'm, so I'm not too bummed out about it because I've, I want to, I want to play multiple characters, and at least this will give me like um, a reason to really start another character. Because what I'm playing right now, I'm playing a, a necromancer, and like I'm not set on a certain style I want to play. You can like play three different classes. You know, you can specialize in in bone damage, shadow damage, doing blood damage. And then each, whichever um, spec you go or decide to play with, uh, you can still, you still have variations within that spec. So I've been like trying out like every single one and I I just don't like have one that I really like. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, playing another character who I wanted to play originally, uh, the Barbarian. So that starts, I think next month or um or sometime in july so in a few weeks it's super grindy like you have to you have to like participate in in the events you have to do the nightmare dungeon so that you can level up your character you can level up your character's glyphs um so you can uh strengthen your paragon board that you have to um uh add points to so that you know in in the end your character gets stronger the one thing that is still, you know, annoying is the the whole RNG thing um, with with the loot. Like, <laughs> you know, sometimes or majority of times you get trash loot. I mean, you get, you know, something you think you could use, but then when you look at the stats, it's like something just doesn't fit with your build. So then you end up throwing the whole thing away. Or you can try spending, you know, like 10 million gold trying to um, re-roll one of the stats to something that you want. And, you know, sometimes that's not ideal depending on how much money you got in the game. So you, most of the times you just end up throwing it away and, you know, hoping that you find something something that can work for you next time. And then um, the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, when you find a unique gear piece or weapon for your character, you know, it's only capped at whatever level you are. So as you get stronger or as you level up, you know, you're awesome gear piece gets kind of weaker and weaker slowly so you have to hope you find find it again at your newer level so it's stronger so you know those little things like that um which can kind of be annoying because you know if you're built to play a certain play style where where you um rely on those unique gear pieces you know you eventually you're gonna have to modify your play style or you know get looking in 
get a new um the newer piece at a stronger level so uh but i mean been playing with a lot with motive um your cousin kilos uh beeb and some other people uh haven't really played with cory or uh grandpa garp but i'm pretty sure they're playing i think he's playing hardcore so he's He's like he can't die at all. So because once you die in hardcore mode, your your character is like is gone forever. You can't your game deletes. <laughs> your game deletes. Yeah. So I know the the game overall has like been pretty well received by like game critics and things like that. But I know that it's similar what we were just talking about with Zelda. For the for the fan base itself, I've heard kind of mixed reviews like from people I know personally that have played the game like uh I've heard that the the game you kind of mentioned the the grindiness part that's just like hella grindy like the slot yeah. machine type of thing you're like you 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 run a dungeon or whatever like you said you get some loot and it's not really what you want you kind of do it all over again right and I heard that can get hella tiring and then I've heard complaints about like the quality of life in the game um like just certain like the interface or this, like the management, inventory management, things like that. Um, and I also hear that like it's just the same shit over and over, just like the repetitiveness of like the grind and then the that sort of that fee- that loop of of getting of just running the dungeons or whatever. Just there isn't really any much end game. I don't know if that's I don't know how you feel about that or if that's true. Um, I mean, there is something that mo- I want to say majority of players haven't even reached yet, which is the second capstone. And, you know, you have to really work for that. And I think that's where a lot of people get put off because you do have to grind your ass off, like, to, to get to that point. Um, but yeah, and, like, the, the whole interface thing and quality of life stuff, yeah, that's, uh, something you hope they end up fixing because I think, um, that Paragon board that I was, um, talking about earlier is basically board with um a lot of uh pieces or points you can attribute to and in order to get to the next one you know you have to allocate your points a certain way and there's no like reset all button so you have to go to each one and refund each one sync uh, one by one and like you have like maybe i think over 300 points maybe i think in total at, at the end and that's a lot of um you know clicking just so you can start over again um it doesn't make sense because like with their whole uh with your skills um they do have like a a reset all button but not for the board which is kind of annoying because again you can set up the board however uh to which however play style you decide to play the game Uh, but yeah hopefully in another patch or so they'll they'll work on that because i know I mean, I've done it many times already, but it takes like an hour, or two hours, maybe even more to completely respec. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'm no game developer, but uh, quality of life stuff tends to be things that can be addressed later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, nah, man. It sounds like you're having fun. You and the the other guys have been playing for about a month now that's a that's a good sign it lasted the two-week threshold <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah no but i don't yeah that's one of those games where i'm like there's there's no way i'm gonna play that game because one i just can't do like the endless grind where it's just like rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and i also hear like the gameplay is not that exciting it's just kind of like Same. clicking it's not like well at least in world of warcraft you can do combos and stuff right with your different I don't know if this one's any different or not, but uh, I I think it depends on the class you play, um, because uh, for the necromancer you have to do like you got to set it set up how uh, the fight's gonna go in order to get like to do the most damage to have the most output. Um, so there's like yeah you do have to set up and I, I tried playing it on PC because I have it on PC and PlayStation so that uh, my sister-in-law can uh, play also. Um, but man, yeah, I don't like playing this game on, on the computer. <laughs> no, I have, to, I have to, uh, set up a controller because it is, it is a lot of clicking. Like you don't use your, you know, your keyboard to move. You have to click oh, to move. instead of the right. stick. Yeah. It's, it's like so annoying. Yeah, no WASD. Yeah. No WASD. And 
Yeah, so. So forget that, man. It's too much clicking. <laughs> yeah. Although the, the the people at Blizzard know what they're doing. They they must put a lot of money into their their uh, user user research because uh, yeah. the psychological sort of feedback, that endless rat race. They they're really good. Blizzard games are really good at that. It's like their next cash cow, dude. But um, this is what like what what I was hoping the um the mobile game Immortal was gonna be like. So I'm, you know, satisfied that I finally got the game that you know I was ex- hoping to to get a few years ago. <laughs> it, it's funny you say that because some of the complaints are that this is like a mobile game. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Know if you I mean, heard I, that or get that feel. No, I don't get that feel. I'm, I mean, it's more complete. Like, I think any game could feel like a mobile game if it has a certain playstyle to it. It feels more complete in terms of a mobile game. Like, when you reach a certain level on Immortal, that's when you start hitting the paywall in order to get stronger. Mm-hmm. But here, there's there's really no paywall. Like, I mean, if you want to get a different skin, you can buy it. But in terms of getting stronger or upgrading your character, you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because nice. any mobile game, like unless you actually pay for the game, or hopefully, I think I think there's still some games that you have to um, pay to upgrade, like even if you buy it. But usually, if you the game is free to play, you know there's gonna be some kind of paywall to uh, get stronger or upgrade. Yeah. Cool, man. <clears throat> cool. Well, good luck in hell. Yeah, man. <laughs> go slay that Lilith. Oh yeah, I keep hearing that name, but I don't know who that is. Don't. It's one of the um the characters in the the game. The only L- Lelith I know is Lelith Hesperax. Hesperax. That's a for- Warhammer 40k character. I'm like who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? Speaking of Warhammer 40k. <laughs> yeah, how was your weekend, man? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Kyle's not here. Uh, he to to talk about it with me, but. Kyle hosted a 40k day over at uh, OP Comics and Games. It's really big game store, um, comic book board game store over in Santa Rosa. Had a lot of fun. Um, Chang and Mike came through to to participate, hang out. Um, but we spent pretty much all day playing Warhammer, eating pizza, hanging out. Um, we're, we're playing for the first time, the newest edition of Warhammer, which is the 10th edition. It released uh, a couple weeks within the last couple weeks. And so we were just, you know, relearning the new rules. Every time when a new edition drops, it just kind of revamp all the rules. They, they kind of just redo it, reset everything like the points cost for the armies, the, all the nuances of the rules. And so it's like a whole new meta, a whole new game. And it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Just, you know, rolling dice. You know, the, the way that game works is just you roll dice for everything, right? If you take a sh- you, you, you shoot at your enemy, roll dice. You roll dice to see if you got hurt. You roll dice to see if you survive. So that's all it is, like shooting craps, you know? Like shooting, like rolling, you know, playing craps against the wall or something. Um, we played uh, me versus Mike and Kyle. I gave Mike... I let him use one of my armies, uh, the Black Templar, some Space Marines. Nice. Kyle had his Space Wolves, also Space Marines. And I have my Drukari, which are like naughty elves. They're like dark elves. They're elves that thrive off of pain. So they're like sadistic. Whoa. <laughs> they're they're kind of like... Uh, yeah, it sounds like you're kind of like race. <laughs> <laughs> they're... Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's... that's I love the Drukari. They're like... Uh, they're like space pirates that are into kinky shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was cool, man. I mean, I, yeah, hopefully you guys can. Chang was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it was hella funny because for important roles, I would have Chang roll for me. Like if I needed to roll to save a guy, Chang yeah. rolled and he did it three times and he went three for three. He always hit the rolls, like really hard rolls. Too. He's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just rolling dice. It was like, because the rules are complicated as fuck. Chank didn't even try to learn them. Mike was like kind of getting the hang of it, but our game lasted like almost five hours. Dang. I think. And we didn't even finish. We had one more round to go. I think it could be quicker. 
this edition is a lot more streamlined. They actually watered down the rules a lot yeah. and the, the point system. So I think once uh, we get the hang of it, it should take a couple hours. But hopefully one of these days you guys can try it out. I'm trying to convince everyone to get on the Warhammer 40K train before it becomes mainstream a few years from now when Henry Cavill releases <laughs> the uh, show on Prime. Oh, my God. Um, everyone's gonna try to play then and be hello for two weeks and quit (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i'll I'll get there yeah yeah you have your army you take your time building them it's it's i think it's good for the mental health you know building the stuff and playing something that's not screen related always that's my thing it's like it's just fun to interact face to face with no electronics although now they have all the rules and stuff on on the phone which they never used to it was always like physical copies of stuff. And so now it's all, all the rules for all the armies in the game are free now. And we, we kept having to check the phone to look at all the stats and stuff. But so I guess you're still kind of looking at a screen, but still not the same. Um, so I, I've been like on a huge, uh, 40 K kick for like a while now. And this past month, the only video games I played were, were actually two Warhammer games that were released um, within the last month or so, one of them was uh, is Warhammer Forty Thousand Bolt Gun, which is a it's like a retro shooter uh, FPS. So think of like Doom or like Duke Nukem in the Warhammer Forty Thousand setting. So you play like a space marine um, fighting against, kind of like raiding a chaos. Chaos is like the like the Diablo, they're they're like the the corrupted sort of they're like demons in in the Warhammer Forty Thousand universe that like corrupt whole planets and stuff and turn you know uh, people and space marines into sort of like you know devil sort of worshippers. Although they're not called devil, they're like they're their own sort of you know devil. Slanesh is like the name of the the Warhammer Forty Thousand devil. Anyways, so you just kind of raid one of their their home worlds and just it's just really bloody right it's like you know 24 bit just like really choppy and blocky but it's like it's just really satisfying it's really fun um there's not much to it it's a really simple game it's only like 30 bucks or i think it's actually 20 bucks on steam so it's a really short game not much like depth to it it's just like all it's just all about the aesthetic it's just like the the metal that's playing the the shooting the kind of like quake 2 you can kind of jump around fast like the movement's pretty fast so it's just kind of like a mindless like shooter just to you know kind of practice your aim but it, it's it had it's got really good reviews like it's overall it was well received from from fans and critics so it's a, it's a good game and then the other game that I played is also a Warhammer game, uh, Warhammer 40,000. It's called Rogue Trader. Um, this one's a single player. Well, so was Bolt Gun, but this one's a single player RPG that it's, this one's more story based. So it also somewhat of like a retro type RPG um, where it's like a lot of text space. So this one you, you play um, kind of like a, like a space uh you you're you're a part of like a space big ass spaceship and you're a crew, like a new crew member but you're kind of high ranking and so it's one of those games where like you can decide what to do like there's just so many different paths you can take in this game you can early on decide if you want to be good or if you want to be bad and the what the decisions you make will affect like the outcome or what you see in the game so i i it's i think it's really good it's very much like lore based so it's you have to you know you kind of have to know warhammer to kind of know like a little bit of what's going on between the different factions and things like that right the warp chaos and the warp and all this stuff so but i enjoy it it's one of those games it's like to me it's like reading a book it's like playing a game just zoning out you know not nothing else except me in the game and just exploring the the Warhammer Forty Thousand universe uh, through that game, so pretty fun. Uh, not for everyone. If you're a Warhammer Forty Thousand fan and you're into slow RPGs that are like turn based uh, combat, you'll like that. I I enjoy it. So 
check it out if you're into that kind of stuff, which is probably nobody. <laughs> probably nobody in this podcast <laughs> or probably nobody that's listening. You know, uh, someone's going to hit us and be like, I'm so glad I listened to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. If you do, let me know and I'll send you a painted Warhammer figure. How about Ooh, that? There you go. You get a free Warhammer figure. But you got to pre- pr- proof, proof that you played it. I want to hear okay. some proof. But uh, that's pretty much how I played. I've been kind of trying to keep up with games that are going to be coming out. Uh, not like major games. I'm, I've been sort of following sort of smaller titles. Um, one game that I'm pretty hyped about is uh, Silica. Have you guys heard about that? I think I posted in Discord, but maybe the name doesn't ring a bell. No, is that the one that's kind of like supposed to be like Starship Troopers? Yeah, it's like Starship <laughs> Troopers. That's yeah, like... On, on crack? It's Yeah, it's pretty you know, interactive because you can play in first person, you can play third person, you can play RTS, you can play as humans, bugs. It's like Command and Conquer plus meets uh, Battlefront, you know, meets Starship Troopers. Um, And it's made by the same people who do... uh, The studio is Bohemia Interactive. And they've also done like Arma and all the like Daisy and those games, but this game actually looks really polished. Their their other games aren't as polished, but this one looks like they've got a little more funding. And I think it's an early access. I think you can actually pick it up on Steam right now. I think it's only like I gotta check, but I don't think it's that expensive. I want to say it's only like I don't know, fifteen bucks. Oh, um, so I might check that out this month. Uh, so that's a game I'm, I'm hyped about. Um, yeah, just a few other games that have been announced recently. Uh, we were talking about one of them earlier. Dusty, what was that game that um, that's supposed to be like a massive uh, war game? It's like 256 players. Uh, dude, it slipped my mind now, dude. It was on, um, I think, uh, Jack Frag. It's like bit you, eight bit or something like oh, that. Battle bit, battle bit, battle, battle bit. Think, yeah, that one yeah. looks sick. Yeah, it looks cool. It's only fifteen dollars too. And I think that one comes out soon, or did it already come out in early access? Mm, I, don't, I don't remember. I think it's on early access right now. Yeah, you're right. It's fifteen bucks on Steam. Um, it's a really like uh, simple game in terms of like graphics. Yeah. It looks almost like uh, what's that one game that called like Roblox kind of blocky like Legos, Roblox yeah. But it's like massive. It's it's I'm pretty sure it's like 200 plus players per map, and I think the only you know obviously with the graphics you can pull that off, but it looks like Battlefield for in Lego form. Yeah, I think that'll be fun because if you can like anyone could run it, and you don't have any like performance issues because the graphics. You know, the graphic load isn't high, you know, and it's like you're not, I don't know. It just seems like there's less to go wrong and, you know, when you're more concentrated on the gameplay. <laughs> yeah. I hella want to get is it. Is it something you enjoy, though, Dusty? You're notorious for being the Mr. Graphics. No, as long as it's smooth, man. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least 60. Uh, 90 FPS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, at least 180 it has to be <laughs> yes. shit. 4K. I wish. Man. Popping out at you. Yeah. So that game looks fun. We should try that Dude, out. Dude, yes. I really want to. I think I might get it. All right. If, if it's only 15 bucks. I mean, that's like that's like a lunch. I mean. I don't even eat lunch. I take my lunch every single day. I mean. Uh, how do you get early access anyway? Do you just... Ask for it. Um, oh no, you yeah. could still play it. I think you could buy it and play it. Yeah, I think it's still available. Let's, yeah. let's play it. I'm down. I'll get it. <laughs> man, it looks cool, man. All right, just bought it. And then, uh, okay, well, I'm gonna try to get it too. Hold on. But uh, and then the last game I wanted to share that I, that I hope you all will try with me when it releases is another Warhammer game. But this one is a, a, a this one is not what you would expect. This is actually a, a very whimsical, fun game. Looks like it's actually 
uh, a twisted metal inspired. Oh, twisted metal! Game. Nice. Yeah, it's, and it's free. It's gonna be free to play. So it's called Speed Freaks, and oh, it's like a class based oh, multiplayer. Yeah, like car combat where like yes, you know, I'm you, sold already. You just blow shit up in a little arena, <laughs> and uh, you play because in Warhammer, okay, there's all these factions, right? The 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 funnest lighthearted faction in Warhammer Forty Thousand are the orcs, because the orcs just like to have a good time and, and kill shit and blow shit up. And their army is very much like speed based. Like they have like, you know, these junkyard cars or all this stuff like kind of made from scrap. That's just all about speed and power. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Mad Max, right? Fury Road. Same vibe. So this game, it's going to be like, I think 16 player, 16 player match matchups. I don't know if it's like free for all or teams, but this one, um, I think it might also be on early access. Let's see. Not yet. It's coming soon, but I think it's releasing this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. We should, we should check it out. Dang. How much is it? Uh, I don't know about the price. It's, I don't think it's going to be like, a. I assume it's probably going to be no more than 20 bucks. It's yeah. like also graphically somewhat on the more minimal side. It's nothing like too crazy. Um, but, it's probably going to be a small game, you know, just PVP mostly. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it'll, it's all part of my master plan to get you all hooked to, to the board game so we can spend six hours playing rolling dice and, you know, reading over the 60 page book rule rule book. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got for games this, this month, boys. Yeah, um, I uh, I don't know how much gaming I'll get in because life's busy and and all my free time I spend you know putting Warhammer together. But let's try to get some gaming in. Hell let's yeah. do it. Uh, anything else, boys? Any other gaming stuff? Mm, nope. Not that I could think of. <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, how about we uh, switch gears here and uh, address the. The uh, question we may have. Do we have any questions, John? We do, actually. Thanks to our our, uh, new listener, Anne. Appreciate it. Um, She would like to know uh, what movies do we think should have a sequel? That's such a good question. That's a really good question. Yeah. And I guess I'll start. Okay. All right. So I have two movies that um, I want sequels to. One is um, District Nine. Oh um, yeah! I don't know if you guys saw that movie or remember Hell yeah, that movie. Dude, I've been waiting for something forever. I think somewhere, like in the end of the movie, he says, "You know, I'll be back in like ten years or something like that." It's been more than ten years, dude. Where's the sequel? We need to know how it ends. Dang, I don't think I watched that movie. Oh, dude, it's such a good movie. I'll just wait until um, the sequel comes out, then I'll watch the sequel first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. They kind of had a sequel for it, didn't they? No, I guess it wasn't a sequel. No. But it was like a same director. I think he like filmed Chappie, I think. Chappie, it a- yeah. It's similar, but yeah, it's not It's not um, a direct sequel to uh, District 9. Uh, so there's that. And then also I want a sequel to um, Battle LA. Um, I don't know if you know, okay. saw that movie. Kind of similar, it's right? Kind of similar. Um, you know, it ends with um, the guy that plays Two-Face. I forgot his name. In Batman, uh, Tommy Lee. Um, uh, no, no, no. Uh, the the, the more recent oh, one. Yeah, Aaron something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, him, but yeah. So like, he goes back with his squad to go fight off the aliens because they finally found out their weakness. I forgot what it was. So, like, I kind of have to watch that movie again. But um, it's a pretty good movie. Neo's in that movie. Um, Neo. You finally see his Neo. Yeah, the uh, R and B artist. Ooh. Oh, no, I, I don't you, know. If you, I you're talking about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh no, Neo. Yeah, if you've never seen his head, you can see his head in the movie there because uh, he always has a hat on for some reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a great movie, and you know it didn't feel right the way it ended. So that's another movie mm. I'd like to have a sequel to. There you go, uh, Dusty. How about you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really a movie person the only one i could think of most random one is uh maybe come back to me after you say something 
What? What? I don't know. I don't circle know. Back, you, circle back. Circle back. You go first, okay? You go first. <laughs> okay, okay. So, all right. Well, this is a really good question that I wish I, our movie guys were here, Kyle, or even our new Samuel guest. It's Will Sam. Semi uh, <laughs> member. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll give us. I'll give this a stab. Um, I think there should be a sequel to Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Ryan returns. Ryan returns. No, no. Um, the the one of the first movies that I thought of, and actually I was also talking to this uh, to Wilson recently. I would like to see a sequel to to Fifth Element, and I'm really surprised there hasn't been any like revisit or remake of the Fifth Element. Now. Oh. I don't know about you guys, but to me, Fifth Element's like one of my favorite movies. It's just at the time that it came out, it wasn't. I don't know if it was like highly regarded, but it's like a cult classic now, right? I've watched rewatched that movie so many times. It was like early sort of um, cyberpunkish, right? That yeah. futuristic setting. Um, Milo Jovovich, Multipass. Uh, I just thought it was like really unique for its time, and I would like to see more. I would like to see a follow up to that. To that. IP to that universe. Uh, and then the other one that I was just thinking about the other day too, because I rewatched it for like the hundredth time is uh, an interstellar because uh, that one also kind of ended on a little bit of a, not like a cliffhanger, but it ended with me wanting more about what was going to happen. Right. With the, you know, I don't want to like spoil it, but have you, you guys have seen an interstellar, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So, you know, at the end it's there, there's still a little bit more, but I, you know, there probably wouldn't be much else for that that movie to explore, and other than, you know, creating life again or something, or you know, I don't saving someone, I guess. Um, but I just loved it so much that I, w- I wanted to see more of that type of movie. Uh, that's that's really all have I got. Have you seen? Um, have you seen? Uh, shit, what's called? Is it Tenet? No the the that movie from uh the dark knight director yeah um i think it's supposed to have, have, is it like, like time based uh oh no i think it's called not that one i think oppenheimer or open oh oppenheimer it's kind of, it's a new movie new, right? yeah oppenheimer. That one. oppenheimer yeah it just came out recently that's also a uh, nolan what's his name christopher Isn't nolan it? like a christopher yeah. christopher nolan but i think movie? yeah that one's supposed to be like really good too i want to watch that one all right, the only but, yeah. yeah, the only one I could think of is fucking uh, spaceballs. <laughs> spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, because you know how like uh, they did all the old Space school bubbles. like uh, Star Wars and stuff. So they need to do another one with all the like uh, all the new Star Wars, <laughs> all the new Star Wars stuff like a parody. Yeah, they don't have those kind of parody movies anymore, dude. Yeah, I think that that'd be hella funny. Just something like that. There's nothing else really that like jumps out at me. Like oh, fuck. I want to watch something else. I want to watch a continuation or a sequel. That's the only thing I can think of because it's not updated with all the new stuff. You like my answer? So cool, huh? Hey, you're in Japan recently, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. That's all we got, folks. Thank you for tuning in for this. Uh, June episode we hope you all have a great summer play lots of video games play lots of Warhammer and then write in about that Warhammer experience let me know what army you're playing yeah that way you can get a free uh, piece a free army piece. hand painted model it's gonna look hand, like shit hand painted look but at that be from me alright you all I'll be sending you an email yes or a fake name named uh, Amy or something. I don't know whoever, whoever wrote in the question. Fake person that John created. And thank you, Anne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know their uh, what movie they think. I'll, I'll follow up with Anne and uh, see what she has to say since she's like a big movie head. Um, like I said, uh, or like I told you guys before offline, um, she owned her family owned a uh, video rental store, so... She's seen a lot. She's nice. Seen them all, maybe. Did, did this? Did the video rental place have the uh, 
adult section. Oh, the curtain? Yeah, I don't know. I'll find out too. <laughs> oh man, that the the real life version of that curtain now is just the internet. The internet is that that curtain that anyone can just walk yeah. through anytime they want. All right, folks. Thank you so much. We love you, and we will see you next time. Have a good one. See ya. Bye.